of the morning to you, Cisa. You smoothie, me ice cold pizza. Cafe, ole, latte, da. You do the Zumba, but I do not. Give me like half a marathon. I'll give you the gospel of St. John. It's been like the wake up on. Cause we both know that it's mercy flows in the morning.
God, good morning, Lord Jesus, good morning, Holy Spirit, good morning, Jesus, believers, good morning, Father God, make it plain this morning, make it plain, make it plain, make it plain, let somebody hear something, let somebody realize something, open up the eyes of somebody's understanding even the more. Thank you, God. Amen. Um, California, I just 998. 
I just opened up your mic. Your mic is open. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Now, some of these people on this line this morning have been praying for you along with me. Some others of Thank them you. haven't. That's because they're selfish. They lack understanding of how to be blessed. But I want you to not you. You don't have to tell anybody your name. I'm just going to call you California. And I want okay. you to share where you are right now and share your experience with uh, this type of deliverance. You experience and are experiencing transformational, extensive deliverance. So the mic is yours. Open up. Whatever you want to tell them. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you real good. Okay. Perfect. I'm here in uh, the Country Inn and Suites in Dalton, Georgia. Uh, When I first arrived, you could feel the peace and the presence of the Lord uh, as you enter the city, and it was beautiful. And right now, I am experiencing the most a, a, a restoration in my relationship with Father God, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I, I felt for a long time that there was so much blockage that I would try to press in and try to press in, and I couldn't understand why I, I wasn't receiving a, a breakthrough in my relationship with God. And so I came here out of desperation. And I, out of desperation, I mean, I was desperate. I would listen to Dr. Erica talk about the um, hidden works of darkness and what they do to your, your mind, your spirit, your soul, your intellect. And I cried out to God, and I said, this is it, God. I'm going to call Dr. Erica. I'm going to call the ministry. I am going to make an appointment. I cannot take this this um, demonic oppression into 2021. And And so now I'm here, and I it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So beautiful. Question. Yeah. When you when you first got here, did you think I was a little bit off just throwing you in that hotel? <laughs> in in a way, yes, but at the same time, I said I am not going to go to Dalton, Georgia. And try to be the boss. I gotta let go and let God do and have His perfect will. And I have to stay focused and I have to stay obedient because I felt like I wanted my breakthrough more than I wanted to to eat food. 
Mm-hmm. But it, it's not. It, it's it's more for consecration. It's more for you to get your mind off yourself. More. It, it is. It is a consecration for you to lay prostrate before the Lord, to get on your knees, allow yourself to 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 feel the brokenness of the human part of who you are and release your spirit unto God. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they don't know anything about you other than I asked them to pray for the lady from California. Okay. Tell tell them um none of your none of your personal personal stuff. None of that. But Tell them what you got delivered from. And okay. We still, we still got today, we still got a couple of days more to go. But they need to know, if somebody out here needs to hear whatever part of your testimony you can share. Okay. May I share uh, um, Psalm 43? Okay. Psalm 43, verse 1. The first letter in in this psalm, I'm reading from the NIV. It says, vindicate me, O God. What does vindicate? That means he's going to clear someone of blame or suspicion. Vindicate me, O God, and plead my cause against an ungodly nation. Rescue me from the deceitful and wicked men. You are God of my stronghold. Why have you rejected me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? Send forth your light and your truth. Let me, let them guide me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain. And that is where I'm at right now, on God's holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. I wanted to read that psalm so you can see that God has a perfect place for you in this life. I kept asking myself, Lord, why is it? that I have a repeated pattern of people that have been in my life that have been secret witches that want to act like they're my friends and have this false anointing of the Holy Spirit to find out that they were a witch all along. How is it that from one church to the next church, to the next church, that I kept bumping into these people like this. There has to be answers. There had to be, uh, um, God had to give me the revelation to to make the this stop. To com- They wanted to convert me to go to the dark side when I, I didn't want the dark side. I wanted... The Holy Spirit. I wanted the. I wanted Jesus. I wanted Father God, and it. It seems like I have been spiritually abused by 
pastors' wives, mentors in the church. But I, I, I wanted to break away from from these this repetitive pattern of of you faded out. Like you faded out. Go back. I want it released from what? From all the hidden works of darkness, of bondage, of of secret. Uh, uh, it's like a, an agenda that the enemy has over you, a plan, a scheme to to tear and usurp the authority and the power of God that is in your life. Mm-hmm. So how was he doing that? How was he doing that to you? By bringing people that proclaim to have the anointing of God on their lives, and they didn't. It, it, it looked like an anointing. And in my spirit, I knew that something was off. But I didn't, I have not had the proper teaching or training to be able to, the gift of discernment to be in operation in my life. And I would doubt myself. So you would doubt the Holy Spirit in you? Yes. And in doubting the Holy Spirit in you, what did that cause you to do? It just caused a lot of problems. It caused me to go into uh, deeper, deeper into oppression, into bondage. And um, it, it was disobedience on my part that had a heavy price to pay. Now I don't <clears throat> I don't use um those sheets and I don't even use the forms anymore. I, I prefer not to. But I heard you tell me you were in Bible college, right? Yes. So the witches came and recruited or or or, or no they didn't recruit you, they they brought this hell into your life because when you were in Bible college, obviously you had planned to dedicate your whole life to God. I sure did. I sure did. I um I had just come out of a toxic church and I felt like I wanted to it's be taught the right way. I wanted to learn how to read God's word, how to tear it up apart in the in the Greek and the Hebrew. I wanted to learn how to exegete God's word and to uh make little mini sermons out of one scripture so that it could be rooted and embedded in my heart. I wanted to finish my two-year Bible college 
and I wanted to do uh, International School of Ministry because I've always wanted to uh, be a missionary, and all that I only all that was usurped by the enemy, and I'm here now in Dalton, Georgia, but it's never too late with God. Never. I want you to. I'm I'm gonna start it. Um, because see, a lot of people don't believe that there is such a thing as a false deliverance minister, a false one. Oh yeah. But one latched on to you, and ruined your life. Yes. Not only your life, that of your family, your ex, your yes. your family's lives. Because when we get something good, we want to share it with our family. Oh and yeah. This this liar didn't know what they were doing, and obviously they were making up stuff as they went along to keep you in bondage and to keep you paying them. Talk about that. Um, one of the things that I noticed about, uh, about, um, I don't even know what word, what would be the proper word to use. Um, don't call any names. names. That's all you got to remember. Of course. Okay. False, false ministries. (laughs) Yeah. Is that they the enemy uses them to suck you dry, suck you dry emotionally, spiritually, and financially. You you feel like there's this prompting to give and to give and to give, and it, it is not a healthy giving. And I pray for any brother and sister out there that may feel that if they're in a relationship like that, to really get spend time with God and ask the Holy Spirit to show you who that person is in your life and have them removed. But this person would tell me lies about things that I did. First it starts it, it starts with the lie that the enemy puts in your mind. Then you believe that lie. And then you confess the possibility of it being true. And then that person comes along and you confess. And now they use that 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 lie against you. And it just caused havoc and wrecked my life and wrecked family members' lives. What I want to say, um, let let me interject something here. The minute you believe those lies, you open the door for more demons, and you open the door for demons you ain't never had before. So what the false deliverance minister is really doing is putting demons in you. Yes. So yes. that what? They, they, they put them in you so they could pretend to cast them out, and, and, and um, what they're really doing is is 
digging deeper and compartmentalizing your soul so that you will believe lies. You will believe lies. Example, the very thing God wants you to do, the very thing God is going to bless you in, the, this falsehood will make you think that's not what you're supposed to do. Yes. <clears throat> because its objective is to take you away from the real mission that God has for you. Talk about that. So you believe these lies and you're in constant torment. You're in constant torment. You can't think straight. You're you're a nervous wreck. You live in constant terror and constant fear when you never lived that way before. When you had the freedom in Christ to to worship him in, in freedom, and now you come to the Lord with your knees shaking, and you don't understand why. And the more bondage that you're in, the further you feel from the Lord. And the further you feel from the Lord. And you're shaking your head and you're putting your hands over your head, wondering what is going on with me. I have not ever been in bondage like this before. And their their goal (laughs) is to get you out of the calling that God has for your life. It's almost like they're manipulating you. I shouldn't say almost because they are manipulating you from doing what God has called you to do and ordained for you to do. Explain that. Explain that, please. Well, when God's word comes alive and and you open up your Bible and you're on the mountaintop with Moses and you're in the battlefield with uh, Caleb and, and, and um, his other buddy, you are alive in God's word. And then all of a sudden you feel you, that, that you cannot even – uh, open your your Bible and you feel confused. You feel like you cannot um, read the Word of God. And what you know to be true in your spirit, and it that part right there was, was you faded out. Say that again. What you know to be true in your spirit of what is God is calling you to do. That person comes alongside of you and snatches what God has called you to do and preventing you from doing it. So you feel that you are not going to do what God has called you to do and that you just might have heard something wrong. When their strategy was to get you out from under the anointing of God to help you break up. free and move forward in the things of God. 
How does it, what kind of effect does this have on your family? My, my family suffered because now they feel, oh, there goes my sister, there goes my daughter, there goes my wife wanting deliverance, but it wasn't that I, I was crying out to God. And, and now they're wondering, well, what could be the matter now? But I don't think that they understand, and I feel that they're going to have to go through deliverance as well because <laughs> how could God do this to my sister when she's been the first Mm-hmm. person in our generation to mm-hmm. serve God and now this is serving God? Mm-hmm. It, it is it is a um it is sad to see. What's even worse is sad to have to experience it. Um yeah. I want to go back. I want to go back to this point right here. What you thought as you had been bewitched. Yes. What you thought was another level in God Hmm. turned out to be exactly witchcraft. Yes. And I think that there are a lot of people that start out right with a pure heart to serve yeah. God and 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 then somebody comes alongside comes along beside them. Now remember um I use the term and one of my um, missionary friends that we were talking and this, this little term came up. Demonic well let me just put it like this. True but a trap. True. True. Mm-hmm. Because they use the word of God but a trap yes. because they pervert it. You understand what yes. I'm saying? Um, I want to say this. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want you to cry, and I don't want you to be hurt by it. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> I'm gonna say okay, it now. Go ahead. This witch caused your son. This witch. And these lies cause your son to be entrapped in drugs, and now he's passed away. Yes. Yes, ma'am. That was supposed oh. to be the final blow to take you out. Yes. But God never failed. No, he did not. 
he never failed. And it was because of you, the message I had yesterday. I didn't really do it, but it was on suffering. There's suffering for God, and then there's, there's suffering from the devil, disguised mm-hmm. to make you suffering for God. Yes. And you have suffered a lot, a, a lot, including the loss of your baby son. Yes. I want you to tell the tailline how you feel. Uh, about losing my son or because of what happened to me? Because of what happened to you. Okay. Both. Both. However the Lord leads you. However the Lord leads you. You're ministering this one. Okay. So losing my son has been one of the most painful things I feel any human being could could feel a parent could feel but I know that God is a God of restoration he is a God let me let me interject this the witch and the people influenced by the witch tried to make you believe it was your fault you did it yes but what does what is the truth The truth is that I didn't do it. Right. The truth is that um, I blamed myself, and and I felt how could a mother who who loves her child do such things to their child? But at the same time, I I, I was confused, and and it's a confusion that that brings torment. I mean, it's one thing to go you know, to the store and, and you walk in the aisle like, what did I come down here for? But no, this is not that kind of confusion. This is a demonic confusion that doesn't go away because of the bondage that you are already in by the witch. So when the witch is saying, oh, this is, you know, uh, saying things to you to make it sound and look like it's your fault, because that's the objective, and then you begin to believe that lie on top of it, you it it, it gets you to the it brings you to a place where you're 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 already making a plea with God. God, you either fix this or you can just figure out a way to call me home. That's the kind of confusion that I was in. But deep down inside of me. I knew that God would turn this around in my life. I know that if you are God like the way that you say you are because I know you, God, there's not there's a knowing in your mind about God, but there is a knowing in your spirit, in your soul, part of who he made you to be. To in in a relationship with him that knows God, and I know in my spirit that that's the God that I know and serve, who loves me. He was gonna rescue me, and he did, and that's why I'm in Dalton, Georgia today, because he wanted to rescue me, 
And I didn't give up. I didn't give up. Amen. Amen. Yeah, you the fighter. And I you told God, Doctor Erica. I'm learning something about all y'all little. You're you're a tiny lady. I'm learning something about all y'all little people. Y'all fight real good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, y'all fight real, real good. <laughs> well, it's it's one thing to fight real good, but for the right for the right God, not for the enemy. Right, right, right. Um, and and what about that condemnation? That boy, I hate oh, condemnation. Boy. I detest condemnation. And um. It seems like those witches love to uh, put people together and start condemning people. Yes, yes. Somebody and, in the and, said she said she was learning something about God. What were you learning? I I didn't say that I was learning. I okay. said that I I know the God that I serve was going to rescue me. Okay. Okay. In in Romans one eight, that's a scripture I wrote down before. Um, I got onto the the headline. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But when you're around all the witches, those who are the called, according to yes, those who are the called, they you're you're in constant condemnation, twenty four hours, seven days a week. You get no rest from these witches, and not not only that. There's a a word that I want to say that I don't know much about, but I want to learn it, and I believe the Holy Spirit is going to teach me. They link up in the spirit, Mm -hmm. and they plant each other around those that are called by, truly called by God, to bring them out, to tear them down, to cause havoc in their lives. And, and and that's what I felt. I was on my job, and there were witches. I would go to church, and there were witches. I there were witches in the family line, all working together, all working together. And you're looking at how am I ever going to get out of this? But God, that's how. But God. So, um, there you are on the mountain right now, you and Jesus. Yes. Did he show up for you? Yes, he did. (laughs) That's what's important. 
he showed up for me and he's mm-hmm. not done. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you, let me ask you this. You're realizing and God is showing you everything that um, this witch was, uh, everything that this witch had done. Mm-hmm. And after I prayed with you, God began to see. That's why I love deliverance so much because you cannot pray with a person without God showing you. Um, the deliverance minister, what is required to get that person free, and what's wrong with them. Right. I want to tell you that told me after you went back to the hotel yesterday. He said, "I'm going to show you." The fallacy in control. I said, what? He said, I'm going to show you the fallacy in control. And it's going to enable you to bring people out of the control of any person at any time in any way. So I'm looking for that blessing from having ministered to you. See how it works? Yeah. He's doing it for you, but he's going to show me how it works. Yeah. And then once he shows me how it works, then that will be broken off the lives of so many people that are living under witchcraft control and don't know it. You didn't know that. Uh-uh, you didn't no, know that no. God. But you see, God had a higher purpose for your life. And I pray that the witch gets saved for real. But if she don't, well, that ain't my business. It's not my business. My business, and like every other believer, the will of God, like Jesus. I came to do the will of him who sent me. But you have not suffered in vain. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You have not suffered in vain. Thank God you have another son. Yes. Praise God. And also, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, that your son loves you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He loves you. And he still loves you. But the love yeah. will be displayed through God, our Father, Jesus. God's yeah. own Holy Spirit. And now when you get when we finish your deliverance in the next day today and um tomorrow, what is your new well Oh, I got to tell them this. She, Her husband was going to come with her. And at first I said, okay. But what happened was God had me call her up and say, 
don't bring your husband here. Right. Your husband will sabotage your deliverance. He loves mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Not about that. But his time has to be after you get delivered. And now yeah. I see why God did that. So I had to call her up. I had to tell her that even although her husband might have got mad with me, but he trusts his wife, Holy Ghost, that he let her come by herself. And she is getting, well, let me ask you, are you getting what you need here? I am getting what I need. All the answers, Dr. Erica, I wrote down in my journal book. Mm-hmm. And God is marking, checking off every single one of them. And and not only that, I'm getting more, more yes. of what I need. Praise God. Somebody um, wrote, wait, let me, they want you to answer this question. How did you find out that the witches in your bloodline were working together against you? How did you find out that the witches in your bloodline were working together against you? I don't know if um, I believe Satan tells on himself. Mm-hmm. And there were there were little things that were said that I believe that the Holy Spirit is is piecing together. <laughs> Everything that I've experienced so far, he's putting it he's putting it in the right place. Every piece of that puzzle is being put in the right place. And and I thank God for that because now I see the picture more clearly. Mm-hmm. But they they'll tell on each other. <laughs> they will. They, they will. will. You know what? Um um can California? I can I have your permission, no names or anything like that, to tell just a tiny, tiny bit, a tiny bit that would help that person right there that said that? You, you're you free to do so, yes. Okay. In her deliverance, it came out that the witches in the in the family line that were in Mexico, they were sending the witchcraft from Mexico to them in California. You understand that? Yes. The husband, mm-hmm. it was the husband's side of the family. And the witches from the husband's side of the family were jealous of how good that side of the family was doing. And and even although they they go to Mexico, they take them stuff. But they want more. It's called greed and jealousy. Yes. And they want power. They wanted Mm -hmm. power. You see, the anointing is the inactivation. So they wanted power. They weren't concerned about money. They wanted that anointing, which equated to them to power, which equated to them as giving them more ability 
to do whatever it is they wanted to do because the true definition of witchcraft is a, a de- desire, a desire to manipulate and control the life of another person. Yes. Now, see, when, when, uh, when, when, when our, our sister here, she couldn't even speak. She had to learn how to speak Spanish so she could communicate with her husband's family because she was born in California. Third generation native. I was that's part of the intrigue that, that made me want to minister to her because rarely do you meet a native Californian. They they got a license plates out there that say native. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I knew that was gonna be a lot of stuff to learn. So she had to go and learn how to speak Spanish so she could communicate with her husband's family. And the husband's mama is in and out of Mexico all the time. She she lived half in California, half in Mexico. Am I right? Am I getting this right? Uh, oh, you're absolutely right. And and let me share a, a, a testimony. The last time I went to Mexico, uh, Dr. Erica and I was giving my passport to uh, the um, Border Patrol. I looked outside of the window and I saw, I, I can't even describe it, I saw witchcraft coming from the sky and it hit our car and my husband got arrested and they detained me and put handcuffs on me we were released and I got out of the border and I pulled over and I cried and I said what was that Unbelievable. Brothers and sisters, wake up. Witchcraft is real. There are people <clears throat> that practice witchcraft like you're supposed to be praying. It's yeah. called a craft. It's learned. It's passed down. Now, she, oh, this is a good one, too. Her, her and we got to get this. We got. I got to take you through. The Lord pointed it out. Almost forgot. When she met her husband, she thought he was cute. <laughs> and when he took her, <laughs> and when he took her home to meet his mama, guess what? Mama did. Mama did the witchcraft on her, but she wanted to marry him anyway. Mm-hmm. She. She. It was like love at first sight. And she wanted she wanted him for her husband. But mama had to intervene. And mama mm-hmm. had to make a little love potion. And mama had to make a little love witchcraft so that her son would marry this lady. But guess what? Love potion don't last. 
love witchcraft mm-hmm. don't last. And so they have to keep fueling it. If, if, if somebody gets you and marries you and they use love witchcraft, they got to stoke it every about seven, eight, ten years, sometimes five, and sometimes wow. three don't like the person. If, 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 if the love witchcraft was used just to make you marry them, then that thing got to be refueled every, you know, every time it get low, it's got to be refueled. But when God exposes it, then the, then, then the person who, done, who did the witchcraft becomes your enemy. And that's what happened with your mother-in-law. They become mm-hmm. your enemy because it's, it was all perverted. It was all artificial. It was all what? Mm-hmm. Counterfeit. Counterfeit. Yes. But thank God she loved them and, and, and did. And mama didn't have to do that. But you can't tell witches. See, witches, and, and you know, I cannot wait for God to reveal to me. That's something I've been wanting to know a long time. All right? So when somebody has done that, this is why some marriages be up, down, up, down. Because that love magic, that love potion start wearing off. So they got to go get another hit. Then it go back up. Then it wear off again and it go back down. All because, now what what am I saying here? I'm saying a mother-in-law is a witch. That, that doesn't yes. mean, well, some people know they're a witch. Some people are born a witch. And some people are witch by craft. A witch by craft means they studied it. They used the things that were passed down from the other witch with the familiar spirits in the family line. Let me mm-hmm. tell you something. Spirits don't die. And, and I'm, I'm saying this specifically to somebody on this You know, you know there's household witchcraft in your family line. You mm-hmm. know it. And you have used it. But let me tell you what's happening. Witch is starting to die. I ain't got no, I'm, I'm just reporting what I see. Because the human flesh can die. That spirit will just go to another person. But your flesh going to die. And they're starting to die. I'm watching them. I don't have nothing to do with it. I'm just watching it. But I'm going to have something when God give me the revelation about the falsehood of control. Which mm. is coming. It's coming. And, and, and it's coming. And, and this is why. Deliverance is so wonderful. You're so blessed in it. Because every time you take somebody through deliverance for real, you can't help but be blessed. But the blessings mm-hmm. come from God. He that does what? The will of God. He that helps people become overcomers is blessed. Because overcomers are blessed. And that's what I was going to talk about this morning. And then the Lord interrupted me and said, Get her to share her testimony. 
get her to share her testimony. So so now you're looking at, oh, this is what I wanted to say. Some witches are witches by culture. Their mm-hmm. culture is with witchcraft. And that's what you married into. You married mm-hmm. into a family whose <clears throat> family is shaped and has been formed through cultural witchcraft. Yes, and, and she, they, she went to people before coming here. Go ahead, say I don't want to cut you off. Oh, they even uh, accused me of doing witchcraft to them to cover up themselves. Mm-hmm. Say that again. They accuse me of doing witchcraft to them. To cover themselves up. Say it one more time. They use, oh, hold on. They accused me of doing witchcraft to them to cover up themselves. That's the way they do it. That's the way it's done. That Remember I said truth but a trap. Yes. Truth but a trap. Now, you got to mm-hmm. forgive them. You got to forgive them. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm glad God changed me because I used to want to kill him. <laughs> because the Bible says God will not suffer a witch to live. So I said, well, let him die. But but that is not God's way. God wants them saved. And so whenever you get back to California, you got a big job to do. Oh, yeah. From darkness to light. And they trust you to do that. They know, they know that the demons, the demons already know you coming. The demons already know when you step through the door, light is coming in. They already know. You're not going to have to be preaching no sermon to them. All you got to do is live it. All you got to do is be a living demonstration of Christ on earth. And his anointing flowing through you will do more work than you could ever do. This little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light of mine. Yeah, they know you're coming. Yeah, the witch that puts you in bondage knows you free. In the spirit, they know it. And they know they can't touch you. Not anymore. Not ever again. Amen. Amen. It didn't work. I got another. I got another believing friend. Little, little, y'all, little people. <laughs> I was talking to her, and she. I'm saying it didn't work, and she said, "Ha ha ha, devil!" It didn't work. It didn't work. 
And it just made me laugh. It made me laugh. Because I see overcomers being made by God. By God. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Oh, God is good. He's wonderful. God makes you. Can't nobody unmake you. No devil, no demon, no witch, no shaman, no wizard, no household family witchcraft either. But you must stand on the truth. What is the truth? Jesus is Lord. Jesus said, Behold, I give unto you power over all the power of the devil and nothing no thing no thing shall by any way harm you no thing nothing and that is the truth that's the whole truth hey y'all how you been doing? I want to thank you this morning. Is there anything else you want to say? Say it. One thing to recognize is that when they send out a curse to you, they'll call and check up on you. Oh, yes. Go ahead. They want to know that what they sent, if it worked or not. Say it again. One of the things that you'll notice is that they'll call you to check up on you because they want to make sure that the curse they sent worked or not. They will check up on you. They will find out if that curse that they threw your way, did it work, did it not work. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. Stay full of the Spirit of God. And know who you are in Christ. I'm going to... Um, I, I took all the, 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 the... I took all the seven churches that God called to be overcomers, and I put the promise. When I get around to it, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll give you... I'll give you the promise, I'll show you, and I'll show you the benefit to the overcomer. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. 